Hey everybody, John Fenn here, Church of That Walls International, uh, House Church Network, CWOWI.org. We're all about the discipleship process, and I do these videos uh, to educate and to inspire and to, to pro provoke thought and knowing what you believe and why you believe. And I've been talking recently about the, the reality of what's coming on the earth in the body of Christ, which is an awareness of the kingdom culture of the Lord. And talking further about that, I'm asking you the question today, Are you? do you have one foot in and one foot out? And what that refers to is what happened to the believers, the brand new believers on the day of Pentecost, as stated in Acts chapter 2, verse 46. It says they were daily in the temple and from house to house. And those two elements, daily in the temple and from house to house, uh, happened for about a year. And I'm bringing you this culture so you can understand where you may be, because there, within many, there is a, a a hunger for something else. They don't want to go back to life as it was before uh, COVID and everything like that. And there's something stirring up what I call divine dissatisfaction. Some, different things are resonating with your spirit uh, than they used to. Uh, the old things just don't just don't do anything for you anymore, and you're finding a new work that the Lord is doing on the inside. And what I'm proposing is that he is taking you out of temple thinking into New Testament reality thinking. And part of the switch from Old Testament to New Testament thinking uh, takes time to acknowledge that. And, and that's why I brought up Acts 2.46. They were daily in the temple and also from house to house. Now, what happened on Pentecost that they, that they would have this split uh, dual citizenship, you might say? Um well, understand these were Jewish people who, for the last 200 years, roughly, had met in homes on the Sabbath day, uh, 10 families or more in the synagogue system, and kids together, parents, grandparents, aunts, uncles, whoever was there in the community, they would, they would gather together by proximity, and, and they would learn on the Sabbath day of that. But beyond that, beyond that, they went to the temple. And if you were in Jerusalem, the temple was was looming over the horizon. If you were outside the temple, you lived in rural parts of or different parts of Israel. God only required you to come to temple three times a year. Deuteronomy sixteen sixteen and others say just just twice in the spring and once in the fall for the festivals. So God only required going to temple three times a year. But they understood the temple as the place where God's presence was. That's part of temple mentality. God lives in a building. It was only later in Acts 17, 24 through about 31 that Paul said, God doesn't live in a temple made with hands. But if you grew up in Jerusalem, God lived in that temple. And it was that way until the day of Pentecost when God moved out of the temple and into human beings. So they had some adjustments to make because they had grown up with realizing God's presence was in that building. And it was the same God who filled Solomon's temple with his glory. It was the same God who, who appeared with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the fiery furnace. All those different things were going on. And then on the day of Pentecost, that same God moved on the inside of them. So they, they were thinking, what, they still had to get rid of that temple thinking to New Testament thinking that Christ is in them. And that, that took time to do. The other thing is the temple had priests who told them what God said. Priests acted as their intermediary. 
And, and they, uh, you know, they looked to the priest as the person who had the final word. They told them what God was saying in sermons and teachings and everything that were very common in the day. Jesus often went into the temple area to teach. It was very common. He was just one of many rabbis at that time. And so they had this thinking that, okay, I've got to go to the temple to hear what God is saying. And now Christ is in me because of the day of Pentecost. Christ is in me. So now I don't have to go to the temple. I can talk to him myself. There isn't an inter intermediary except Jesus Christ, who now Christ lives in me by, his, by the Father's Spirit. And so this thinking had to, had, took time to adjust between one foot in the temple and one foot in the home. And maybe you're in that same uh, place right now. You're realizing that it, that, the, that you are just fine without going to the temple. When COVID locked you out, you found small groups. You found people who have Christ in you, uh, the hope of glory. They have Christ in them. You have Christ in you and you could learn from one another. You could share a meal together. You could walk through life together. And it's like you thinking, some people are thinking, okay, why would I go back to that temple thinking God doesn't live in a building made with hands anymore? He lives in me. Uh, I don't need that priest to tell me what God is saying. I've got Christ in me right now and I've got all the abilities that I need and with my brothers and sisters to hear what God is saying and how he's leading me. And and you start thinking like that. Well, it took about a year for them in in Pentecost, uh, after Pentecost. Uh, in fact, the time most estimates by scholars between Acts 2-4, when the Holy Spirit came and filled the 120 with, with his spirit, and Acts chapter 8 and verse 1 and 2, when it says, because of persecution, every believer, every disciple left Jerusalem and moved to Judea and Samaria. Uh, because of the persecution. That's Acts 8, 1 and 2. So between Acts 2 and Acts 8, 1 and 2, most scholars say that was about one year, maybe 15 months, 18 months at the max, but basically one year uh, after the day of Pentecost. So they had a year of adjustment to think, to go from temple mentality that God lives in a building. I need to hear from a priest uh, what God is saying. God would never speak to me, to the reality that the same God who filled the temple with his glory now lives in me, has recreated his, my spirit by his spirit, now lives in me, and now I can communicate directly with him. And and uh, leaders and, and teachers are supplemental to my own faith. Worship and, and everything happening around me is supplemental to the fact that Christ is in me. That New Testament reality that I can't improve on Christ in me. I can't speak enough. I can't pray enough. I can't fast enough. I can't give enough. I can't do anything that would change the fact that Christ is in me, the hope of glory. As Paul said in Romans 8.32, the Father who who did not spare His Son but delivered us up from us for, for us all, how shall He not along with Him give us freely everything? I mean, we've got God's the Father's most precious possession, if you will, quote unquote. Um, that is his son that he gave us. How can we improve on that? You can't. That reality of Christ in you is a place of rest and is a place of peace. But like the people in at the day of Pentecost, it took between Acts 2.46, where it says they were daily in the temple, and then also from house to house, that year of transition between Acts 2 and Acts 8.1 and 2, where they spent that year uh, adjusting to that thinking and the teaching of the apostles to talk about Christ in us. That year we see happening today. It takes people a year or sometimes more, depending on how earnestly they seek New Testament realities, uh, to adjust from going to the temple mentality to Christ in you mentality. So my point is here today, if you are in that process, and you're saying, you know, different things resonate with me now. I'm looking for different things. Something's just not quite the same as it used to be. And you're thinking, I can't quite go back to that temple mentality again. All churches say they're different, but all are actually the same. Uh, consider what's happening in you is is similar to what happened to them in that first century. 
that the reality that God doesn't live in a building made with hands, he lives in me. As Paul said, Christ in you, the hope of glory. Or as he told the Corinthians in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, uh, that, that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Or as he said in 2 Corinthians 5, what is it, 24, that we have this treasure in earthen vessels. And that reality causes us to seek out others who have Christ in them, who are serious about the discipleship, the, the learning process. And, and you gather together in homes. In the synagogue system, that was in existence for a couple hundred years before the day of Pentecost. Uh, and, and so they continued in that system of meeting on the Sabbath days uh, as they had before. But the reality was that they no longer needed the temple because God didn't live in the temple anymore. That reality, I, and let me say it right now, I don't, if you, if you still go to the auditorium church, no problem with that. There are many, many fine auditorium-based churches, temple-based churches that have small groups, and maybe they're small churches to begin with, you know, 50 people or so, and you build that sense of community, that sense of family of faith, and, and those relationships. Uh, amen, praise God, be blessed in that. But I'm saying that there are for many, it's the it's not the building, it's the people. You're looking for others who have Christ in them, the hope of glory, who are also on the discipleship process to 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 learn more and grow more and to recognize Christ is in you, Christ is in me. We're all equal in Christ. We just have different functions. We've all been saved by the same blood. We've all been recreated by the same Holy Spirit. We're equal. We just have different function. And you can you can get to know one another and walk through the difficulties of life together and have that network of support. That's why church in the home is growing and it's not a miniature of the temple. It's not a miniature of the auditorium. In fact, if you <laughs> attend a quote unquote house church that looks like a miniature of the auditorium where only one or two or three people People speak all the time, uh, and they're not rotating homes and rotating who leaves, and you're not really doing biblical house church, historical house church. Uh, and you may seek out something that's more alive. Seek people online who are on the same spiritual page. Attend some of our Zoom meetings to get a view of worldwide what God is doing. Uh, but my encouragement today is just that perhaps you are in that year or so time frame where your thinking is being adjusted. Let it happen. Let the process go on. The Lord's with you in that. Just continue to grow in New Testament realities. Hope you'll visit our website, cwowi.org.